beautiful souls, this is a preview from today's angel story. And so the first time, you know, it was, it didn't even click. The second, the third, the fourth time, it was just this incredible experience. Like she knew that that she this was the spot that she should lay, that Riley was relaying this message to me. And like I said, we have this beautiful yard. She could lay anywhere. There's multiple places where she she could lay and she just continued to go back to that spot. Before we dive into today's episode, I want you to take a deep breath in and a deep breath out. Feel a massive waterfall of unconditional love surrounding you in all directions and filling you. That's your angels making their presence known. Your angels want you to ask for what you want and for their help, and know you are always held. Friends, if you need help holding oneness energy, the highest vibration that is, I'm hosting a three-week live oneness course starting March 1st. Register today at theangelmedium.com backslash shop. Or if you're ready to develop your gifts of mediumship, bringing through angel messages and energy healing all at once, sign up for my Angel Reiki School today at theangelmedium.com. Now, know that whatever resonates with you in today's episode is a message just for you from your angels. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to the Angels and Awakening podcast. I'm your host and author, Julie Jancis. Friends, I was over on Instagram at Angel Podcast. Go over there and follow me now because every day I'm sharing angel messages with you. And I always am tuning in to different angel stories on Instagram. I think because of that, the algorithms know how much I love, love, love angel stories and they show me more and more of them. So we have on Claire today, and Claire has one of the most phenomenal angel stories. I was just seeing it shared because this story went viral over on Instagram, and it's just the most precious angel story about a puppy who's on the other side and who has come through in just the most miraculous way. So I won't give away any more, but Claire, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. And I'm, you know, so happy to be here today and share my story with you and all your viewers and listeners. Okay. So you have to fill us in on the background of this because um, just kind of tee us up for how things occurred and unfolded. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I'm 27 now when I was in second grade. So I was probably about seven years old. We got a golden retriever named Riley. So she was a rescue golden retriever. So we got her at nine months old and she had a lot of <laughs> a lot of things she had to work on. But within that time period, her and I grew up together, right? So kind of all these big life events that were occurring with me, she was always there. Um, she caught every tear. She was there for every heartbreak, every laugh. 
we built this relationship over the years and it, it just was so special. And so that's what I refer to her as my soul dog, um, because we had this amazing bond. Oh, okay. So you guys have this amazing bond and, um, tell us about a little bit about the end of her life and, and then how she came through from the other side. I was a junior in college. Um, so right at, I just had turned 21 in January. And um, I always remember this time because I'm from Philadelphia and the Eagles won the Super Bowl. So it was a really exciting time. You know, I was coming off this really um, happy event and um, I was working part-time at Best Buy as a college student and you know, I remember I was living at home. I remember leaving that day. I had taken a picture of Riley um, like with her head rested on the step to send to my family group chat, um, you know, kind of gave her a kiss and went on my way. It wasn't until I had reached the afternoon and later into the night around 6 p.m. when I got a phone call from my mom telling me that um, Riley, she she got home from work and taken Riley outside and Riley had collapsed she was able to get her, you know, help her up. And then she collapsed again. So she oh. called me to let me know she was taking her to the vet. And I just knew um, something was wrong. Like, yes, obviously the Riley was collapsing, but something was telling me that I needed to drop everything and, you know, leave mid shifts. And that's what I did. So we weren't able to head to our normal vet. Uh, so we, this was emergency vet hours at a different vet hospital. I met my mom there and she was just about to pull Riley out of the car. I had picked her up. So Riley was probably about 55 pounds. So, you know, pretty heavy, carried her in and had her just on my lap. And when she didn't attempt to jump down and, you know, kind of have her own space, she was just sitting there. I really knew something was wrong. So we brought her in right away to see the vet and they were able to do um, an ultrasound, which indicated that she was bleeding internally. So automatically, I mean, my heart just sank. I, I think there are a lot of differences when we have, you know, humans and family members crossover. There's a lot of things that we can do medically, but in, you know, the vet world, sometimes we're just at the last there is nothing to do. So that was very hard for me. I remember telling my mom, I'm like, please, there has to be something we can do. Telling this vet, I'm like, please, you have to save her. You know, I'm inconsolable. I couldn't believe it. And so there was an option to take her to a vet hospital that was um, about 30 minutes away. But the vet really did indicate that there could be a possibility she she wouldn't make it. So um, my mom left the room and was able to talk to the vet. And there I had Riley, um, you know, resting on my lap. And I just got to spend, you know, these two minutes with her, just thanking her for everything, letting her know that it's going to be okay, asking her to, you know, please send me a sign, please be with me as she crosses over and I'm still here. 
I knew it was going to be really hard. This was the first pet loss I've ever experienced. So I know a lot of people are like, you know, you want to make sure that you're going to be okay to be in the room because it's a very intimate and hard thing to do. But I just knew I couldn't leave her there. You know, she would have been with my mom, but I just knew that this, I was meant to be there till the very end. So the, the vet came in and um, we said our goodbyes and um, Riley crossed over. Oh, um, you got me crying over here. I, oh, I hate this story and I love this story. Um, Claire, okay, take us over to the sign that she brings through because, oh my God, like she is just amazing at bringing through signs. And then I have an angel for st- story for you because after I saw this, I had the most incredible thing happen. So I'll have to tell you that afterward. Yeah. So I think a huge part of this next story is when we did come home um, from the vet and I walked into the vet holding my best friend and left and she wasn't there anymore. And I remember coming home and just dropping into her dog bed and just sobbing. And I just, I remember telling my mom, I'm never going to get another dog again. I can't ever do this again. We, I have three older sisters. So one of them was on an airplane when this happened. My dad was on a business trip. It was late at, you know, it was late at night. So they woke up to landed or woke up to these messages that, you know, our family dog, our best friend had passed. And it was just, everything didn't seem real. Um, I didn't get out of bed. It, It was so this grieving process for me. So I had this huge hole in my heart and I truly didn't believe that I would ever be able to love another animal again, or that I could just even accept that type of love. And it's also important for me to preference that I've lost a lot of um, family members. Uh, So I've been through this grief, you know, this grieving process. And I always say that losing, you know, Riley, my soul dog was the hardest loss I've ever experienced. We don't often get you know, I, I was able to get her cremated and, um, but we don't get that funeral. We don't get that memorial, you know, people don't, you know, I had great support sending flowers and things like that, but totally was just like, there's no way I can get another dog. I would say about two and a half, three months went by and it reminded me something called me. It reminded me that we gave Riley another chance because we rescued her. Have you ever listened to the radio where the DJ calls listeners at random? That's what we're going to start to do here. Only it's me calling you to give you a free angel reading. Starting now, I'm going to call and bring through messages for one new listener every week. But first, I need your phone number. To sign up, all you have to do is rate this podcast five stars and give me your contact info over at theangelmedium.com backslash gift. Look for my name popping up on your phone and get ready for messages from your angels. Want to watch me make those calls? Follow me on Instagram at angelpodcast. So I was a part of different dog groups in the tri-state area that did rescues. And within that search, a local breeder came up 
with golden retriever puppies asking, you know, we have one more female available, a family um, will be, you know, unable to take her at now. So she's, she's obviously, you know, up for adoption. And I wrote to them. <laughs> um, they told me, yes, she's still available. The litter had four male dogs and three female dogs. And I said, something in me was like, yes, this let's, let's do it. So I didn't even tell my parents I was doing this until I confirmed with the breeder that we would love to take her. I walked into my dad's office and I showed him the picture of, um, all of the, the seven puppies. And I said, one of these is ours. Let's go tell mom. And then we need to go send a deposit in the mail. Right. <laughs> so that came Lily, who is the dog that I have now. Um, Lily was born in the spring of 2018. And so the first time I met the litter was in April. And it was just such an amazing experience. I never had a golden retriever puppy. Riley was already um, essentially full grown. And so this was a whole new chapter for me. Um, did definitely feel a little guilty about letting, you know, uh, like letting another dog into my life or feeling like I couldn't love her the same, but, um, we were able to bring Lily home in May. And I just remember like this, she filled the hole in my heart and it's a different type of love. And she continued, you know, we had so much fun. She continued to grow. We have, um, we're on about 1.2 acres. So we have this beautiful backyard a lot of place to run, uh, landscaping that you can kind of see in those pictures. And I knew um, I wanted a way to honor Riley's memory. So we had these rose, you know, this beautiful landscaping, these rose bushes planted there. And I'm like, this would be a perfect place, you know, to spread some of Riley's ashes and I'll call them Riley's roses. Like here is a place that I can always look at, you know, when the flowers are blooming and remind me of the love that I shared um, with Riley and that it'll never go away. Well, it happened to be a couple months into the spring, then into the summer months. So, so maybe August when I walked outside and caught the little puppy Lily laying in this mulch pile where these roses are like completely in them so much so that like her for her blonde fur would be stained black from the mulch. And so the first time, you know, it was, it didn't even click the second, the third, the fourth time. It was just this incredible experience. Like she knew that that she this was the spot that she should lay that Riley was relaying this message to me and like I said we have this beautiful yard she could lay anywhere there's multiple places where she she could lay and she just continued to go back to that spot every season no matter how warm so I'm in Pennsylvania we get all four seasons um no matter what the temperature was you know she was outside and you know it was warm enough for her to be outside for a long time. That's where she's laying. Okay. So what made you plant the rose bush again for Riley? It, it really wasn't anything in particular. 
it was those and th that's really the only place place we have roses in the yard so we like i said we have a lot of landscaping a lot of plants and flowers are hand picked by my parents you know to make they, they really like that and so this spot you know they they're just pink white and red rose like mini roses that grow and i just thought that would be the perfect the perfect spot Amazing, amazing, amazing. So I just could not believe this because when you watch this video, you have her like just going out, Lily going out again and again. And this is the only place she lays and it's just mind blowing. So um, Claire, you don't know this because I reached out to you to bring you into the show and a lot of people who come on to share their angel stories listen already, but we yes. have an angel story on like every Thursday. And what I have noticed is that when a new sign comes through from the other side like this where dog is just like laying in the same spot either the same day or the same week spirit will show me the same sign again once or a couple of times and so right after i heard this story somebody goes julie you got to hear this angel story we um we had a dog who passed we actually spread her ashes i don't know how they uh got her ashes but they had them and they spread them in a specific area of the backyard and their new dog only goes over to that area and i was like oh my goodness spirit message received we will bring this through on the podcast and I really see this energy of hope as a massive, massive, huge energy like the sun and people just need hope right now. And I want to thank you, Claire, for putting together that video and for your love of Riley and that transferal of, of love or just even more love for Lily, because your story is bringing so much hope into people's lives. And um, I'm just so glad that we get to share it here. Me too. Thank you. So thank you for sharing that with me. I just got chills all over. And so that is so special to me and to know that it's connecting with other people and other people are experiencing this hope and just this, I don't even, there was no words and there's still no words to describe it. Obviously I've seen her do it all the time, but every time I look out, you know, the door, especially like spring and summer and see her there, my breath is just taken away. So it's just a really, really special thing that I was able to share. And I'm just so happy to hear other stories like that. Yay. If people want to check out this video, where's your Instagram handle that they can see it? So the story lives on TikTok. So my TikTok handle is my first name, which is Claire, my un an underscore and my last name, which is Stefan. So you'll see it. It's one of the pinned videos on there. And a lot of my content on my TikTok is uh, around mental health and advocacy. And that's the platform that I use. So um, feel free to check me out. I love that. That's amazing. Thank you, Claire. Thanks. And maybe we can share it over on Instagram too. Yep. For, um, okay, perfect. Uh, can we share it um, at Angel Podcast? Yes. Yep. Okay. Awesome. Yay. We'll send people both. Perfect. My handle is the same on Instagram and on TikTok. Yay. We'll put that in the show notes too, so that everybody has that too. Perfect.
Claire, you are such a beautiful soul. Thank you for being here today. Thank you so much for inviting me and giving me an opportunity to share my story. Friends, your angels asked me to do a little teaching here at the end of each episode in February about manifestation because they say that when it comes to you co-creating within your own life, you're missing a step. That 98% of humanity is missing this step. So they want to give it to you. But first, I want to let you know something. I wish I would have called the Angel Reiki School, the Angel Reiki Mediumship School, but that name was too, too long, right? Um, Friends, the Angel Reiki School is not just a place where you learn Reiki energy healing. In fact, It's really not about learning energy healing at all. The Angel Reiki School is the place where you go to develop your gifts in mediumship, being able to bring through angel messages from the angels to other people, to learn Reiki and other energy healing modalities, and to learn how to, if you want, don't have to, a lot of people come through the Angel Reiki School simply to build out their gifts, to understand their gifts, develop their God-given unique spiritual gifts to the max. But a lot of people also come through the Angel Reiki School to develop a business of their own and to get that certification so that they know what they're doing when they're working with other people. Friends, an entire new uh, class of the Angel Reiki School begins March 1st online. If you are looking to go through the Angel Reiki School, now is the time. Sign up for a discovery call with me. The link is in the show notes below. I'm going to help you get where you want to be as a healer or with your own unique spiritual gifts in the Angel Reiki School. All right, friends, here is the deal when it comes to manifestation. Spirit is saying right now, they just keep flooding in this message that 98% of humanity looks to manifest, right? Like they want to manifest something. They know that they want to go in a direction. They get that clarity on that direction. They create the vision board. They see it within their mind. They're visioning it within their mind. And then they stop. That's where their efforts stop. And the angels say there is a huge piece to this puzzle that you are missing. So that piece is when you vision, you have this clarity, I want to do X. You get the vision, you create the vision board, whatnot. It doesn't stop there. That's when we activate our intuition even more. Um, Prayer as well. The angels always say prayer and intuition are really the same thing. They're both forms of communication with the other side. And when you activate that intuition, you're asking God, universe, source, what's the next step for me? What's this first step that I need to take in order to work towards this goal that I have for myself, my life, my family, um, my career, whatever it may be. And as you pray, you hear something back from the other side and it's just a first step. All right. And when you hear this first step, what a lot of people do is ask the other side for more signs. We ask for like complete clarity, but it really is this first step that, you know, okay, we pray, we hear this back, do this. 
that first thing that we're supposed to go do is something that we choose to do or not with our own free will. So if you go act on it and you go do that one thing, what happens? As you're in the energy of actually doing what spirit asked you to do, you get the next piece of the puzzle. But you cannot get that next piece to the puzzle unless you take the first step. You pray, you hear back, go do this. And you're like, hemming and hawing, do I do it? Do I not? Do I do it? Do I not? Go do it. Your angels say, go do it. Because when you do it energetically, it opens you up to the next step after that. And when you take action on that next step, it opens you up to the next step after that. This is what I mean when I say that some people are are either crawling, walking, or running with God universe source. For some people, it takes them six months to get up the courage to go do that one thing that they're they're hearing back in their prayers. Go do this. It takes them six months to have the courage to go do that. For some people, it takes an entire year. For some people, it takes 10 years for them to get the courage to go do that one thing. And then we look around, right? And I'm not blaming or shaming anybody. I'm just trying to give you an example so that the angels can communicate with you better. What happens is then we look around when things aren't happening for us and we go, why? God, why? Why isn't it happening for me? Why aren't things coming through for me? Because you are crawling with God. And sometimes we're not even moving. We're not even taking that first step. There are some people who learn, all right, I'm going to go in this direction. I've got this clarity. I want to write a book. Okay, God, universe, source, I've got the vision. I want to write the book. What's my first step? And the angels come in and say, or God, universe comes in as you're praying and says, go read this other book. Go take this class. Go talk to this person you know. Go send this email. Go ask this question. Go research this. And you go to yourself within your own mind. You go, nope, that's not the answer. And so you delay. There are some people who don't do that. There are some people when they get that prayer within their mind, that answer within their mind, they go, all right. I'm going to go do that. I'm going to go read that book. I'm going to go talk to that person. I'm going to go ask that question. I'm going to go send that email. I'm going to go make that phone call. And as soon as they do, they're in a new energy as they're taking the action. And as they're taking the action and they're in this new energy, they get a new piece of information. And they go, okay, God, what do I do now? And God, universe source goes, go do this. So they go do it. And then they get to that next piece and they go, what do I do now? And they hear back through their prayers, go do this. And so they go do that. Friends, this is where people start running with God, universe, source. So five times a day, 10 times a day, a hundred times a week, they're following God's directives. They're not hemming and hawing. They're just following the loving, positive messages that they're receiving through their prayers, through their intuition. And so when I look at the energy of a person who goes, Julie, why isn't it happening for me? Versus other people who are running with spirit, what you're seeing is actually a mathematical number of 
These are how many directives one person has gotten from God Universe Source that they've followed through on. And this other person over here has followed through on 5,000 within one year, whereas another person is waiting to take action on one. And again, friends, I'm not blaming, shaming, trying to create a negative energy within you at all. I'm trying to show you what happens when you're living a spiritual life and running with spirit. So I know this is a long enough intro. Listen to it a couple of times. I'm only going to leave it up in February. And I want you to pause right now and I want you to tune in and I want you to pray. And I want you to say, God, universe, source, what's my goal? Where am I going? And once you have clarity on that, ask, what's the first thing I need to take action on? What's the first thing I need to do? Go do that, friends. That is going to help you run with your angels and it is going to take you to living a life far beyond your wildest dreams. You're going to be shocked. And I want you to write into me and I want you to let me know when you start to see a difference in your life because you're following this method. I love you so much, friends. Have a beautiful, beautiful, blessed day and I'll see you back here this week. Love you.